Melikilikimaka is a thing to say on a bright Hawaiian Christmas day. That's the island. Another year in comedy has come and gone, full of big laughs and huge controversy, and some of that has happened right here in studio. Today, with a multi talented, multi ethnic holidays panel, we're going to take a look back at the year in comedy and see what's going to happen coming up in 2020. I'm Dean Young, and we're about to go inside the joke. Welcome to Inside Jokes on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Oh yeah, Canada, welcome back to Inside Jokes, baby! Right here on Global News Radio 640 (laughs) Toronto and coast-to-coast, Canada-wide on the Global News Radio Network. We have quite the panel here for our final show of the year. It's it's, it's an Inside Jokes Christmas, of course, brought together in big part by our one and only producer, Vince Tedesco! Hey! Hey, we threw it together! Yeah! Live studio audience. We have some old friends of the show, we have some new friends of the show. Coming together for the holidays and different forms of comedy coming together too, Vince. Yes, that's a big part about what this is all about. We have Jean Paul back in studio with us. What's going on, everybody? Happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, right? All of the above, denominational festivals. Whatever you do or don't believe in, (laughs) we're going to celebrate it here today. Totally right. If you completely abstain from any joy whatsoever. There's no better place for that, too, than Canadian comedy. Uh, we also have the angry Sicilian back in studio with us. Hey, what's going on, guys? How are you? But not angry this time of year. No, I'm, I'm actually never angry until I get on stage. Until you get on stage. And think about what the shit I gotta talk about, what stuff I gotta talk about. So. All, all I have, all I feel in studio right now is is pure mirth, oh, yeah. I would say. <laughs> Merriment. Merriment is bouncing off the walls. Yeah. On our holiday show here. And we have a new friend of the show joining us for the first time in studio. Nilu Hanna is with us. Hi, You're everyone. a busy, you are a busy person. Yeah. You're writing, you're performing, you produce Yes Queen here in Toronto. I do. Monthly showcase. Yeah, it's a lovely passion project. And that's been going for how long now? Four years. Four years, same yep. as this show. Hey. That's right. Not yeah. a lot of things yeah, like nice. in Canadian comedy. That's uh Great. Oh, here's like that's a, a long shelf life. <laughs> yeah, the 50th anniversary there. That is a land speed record. But it's <laughs> this is an, it's a good holiday panel because I kind of want to take a look at you know what some of you guys have been working on this year and what you're looking ahead to in the new year and what sort of year this was in comedy, not just here in our scene and for you guys as comedians, but just the whole the world and the culture of comedy. Mm-hmm. But there's an interesting panel too because you guys all do such different things. I mean, Jean Paul, we were talking before we hit the air. I mean, you're you're an OG stand up man. You've been OG, at this a man. long time. Yeah, you know, you're what. 20 plus uh, 20, years in now. 25, man. There you go. Yeah. I mean, so you've seen obviously tons of changes happen and, and sort of yeah, the literally. industry change. I've, I've in literally the seen uh, the, the, the landscape just changed, uh, uh, change for the better. For the worse at some points, but for the better, uh, ultimately, is, as far as uh, me, I like the art of comedy and anyhow it can evolve. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm always okay with evolution. It's people who are short sighted that, you know, want to hold on to all the old ways. And it's like, nah, man, it's, people are created new every day. So, and I feel like, I mean, and you can speak to this certainly, but I think, you know, those, those old days of I'm going to go and be a comic and just a, a touring road dog in Canada and yeah. that's all you do. Those days are kind of gone in a way. It's like you can do that but you have to be doing 10 other things at the same Agreed. time. You Agreed. know, you got to diversify. Absolutely. And I mean this panel's great for that because we have I mean the Angry Sicilian. Yep. Your big following came from doing online comedy. All social media. All social media. Yep. And we were talking before the before we jumped on the air about how there's sort of this 
stigma where stand-ups will sort of thumb their nose yeah. at that and go, eh, nah, nah, that's not no, real comedy, You're a social media comic, but... And before it was always improv, right? Right. It was the right. stand-ups and the exactly. sketch comics would always exactly. go, oh, improv, yeah. though, yeah. that's just fun and games. It's <laughs> exactly. not the real thing. Absolutely. Right? right? And Neilu knows this, too. I mean, now it feels like all of these things have sort of conglomerated together. I mean, even when you look at the festivals, like JFL 42 here in Toronto, for example, the last mm-hmm. few years, I mean, you see the headliner shows and the galas. There's now one or two, like, YouTubers that are thrown into the mix. Right, right. yeah. You right. know? Part of that is obviously marketing because they're like, well, they know that numbers. they're going to bring yeah. 2,000 numbers. people yeah, to their thing. But numbers, right? Absolutely. But mm-hmm. I think there's been more of an acceptance and a coming together of, okay, it's just a different tool in the kit now. Pretty much. That's all it is. That's exactly it. I think you have to, yeah. you know. I think you really do. You have to be spinning all these yeah. plates now, right? I mean, when you're when you're not at the club or you're not at this festival, there are certain limited huge gigs in this country that you're always trying to fill your calendar with. So in between, you have to be writing or you have to be launching your yeah. own show or you yeah. have to be going to auditions. It's like, basically, you got to be your own promoter. Yeah, you have to be your own your sort own, of hype machine, exactly, right? Exactly. My only yeah. thing is just be organic with it. Don't force. Right. Just yeah. because you right. see social media popping, don't feel like you have to do social media. Right. Do stick to what your strengths are mm-hmm. and, and what yeah. you're comfortable with and don't force anything. You know? Yeah, that, that's that, true because that, the audience, audience will really see that. And that's what I it. ultimately yeah. think comedy yeah. is, is a connection. And if they feel the disconnection, it'll never work no matter how. Yeah, I think absolutely. Like. Audiences are, you know, I've said this a lot on this show, but audiences are smarter than we give them credit for. And I mean, when there's not that sort of, when you aren't comfortable in your own voice and your own skin on stage, Mm -hmm. they smell that right away. Right away. It's the whole thing with social media and the the whole stand-up world. You get out there and you could be good at social media. Yeah. And then once you get on stage... Doesn't translate. Yeah. Eat it. Yeah. All right, we're gonna come. We're gonna come back with more of that and find out some some stories about that. We'll be back with more of our holiday panel. It's an inside jokes Christmas and or whatever you do or don't believe in right here on Global News Radio six forty Toronto. Hey, I'm Adam Grow, the Cash Cap Guy, and you're listening to Inside Jokes on six forty. Charlie, I'm pregnant, living on Ninth Street. Above a dirty bookstore. Oh yeah, welcome you back to Inside Jokes. I'm not crying, you're crying. Right here. <laughs> <laughs> right, Tom Waits. It's just the, the broken I was, clown. I was touching myself. <laughs> I, you know what, I have a bit of a Tom Waits voice today too. I went out went out and had my Christmas drinks last night. There so you, on a Monday. Yeah. So, well, right. Welcome back to Inside <laughs> Jokes. Ooh, Nothing brings you a Christmas spirit quite like... Tom, little Tom Waits in studio. I love mm. that, man. Christmas card from a hooker in Minneapolis. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually the name of that tune? Yeah. That is the name wow. of that yeah. particular holidays yep. ballad. That's nice. It's a classic. <laughs> we have all the classics. We have Charlie Brown. We have Hooker in Minneapolis. All of them today. Inside Jokes is our holiday panel. Our final show of the year. Wrapping up season four. All, well, midway break on season four, right, Vince Tedesco? Well, we do our uh, end of year next week. End of year next week. So that's it. It's been a very eventful year in the world of comedy. I want to touch on some of what's happened, not just here in Canadian comedy and here in this studio, but just the landscape and the culture and the entertainment business in general. We have friend of the show, Jean-Paul, back in studio with us. Happy to be here, always. Welcome back. Welcome back. Helping us celebrate the angry Sicilian. Hello, hello, hello. Who's just very joyful today. Oh, yeah. I'm always joyful, man. Right? Yeah. It's a persona. Yeah. You have to... Fat and jolly. And then you get on stage, and that's when you get all keyed up. Uh, well, just the stuff I talk about just riles me up, just gets me going. It just It's all just life. Don't you get riled up when you walk on the street? Kind of, but you know what? See like today, the- for example, like I just kind of, I want to have a nap, 
And then I came to the studio and Vince Tedesco, my producer, is just bouncing off the damn walls and he's like, I got cookies! Don't you just want to slap him? Yeah, I just, I'm I'm so very tired. There you go. (laughs) So tired, so so tired. And we have Nilu Handa in studio with us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Performer, producer, host, booker. You're wearing a lot of hats right now. So many hats. Yes, Queen, of course, has been going on for four years here in Toronto. Uh, give us a little bit of a background about what this show is all about. It's sort of a showcase that you basically put together. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, every month we feature women of color doing comedy, so it's a mix of like stand-ups and improv and sketch, whatever they want to do. Um, and every month is different with the performers. We yeah. have a house team that performs improv based on all the things that they've seen in that night. Uh, and we're at Bad Dog the first Thursday of every month. It came from, um, uh, we did a program at Second City for diversity. Yeah four years ago uh, and that group of people uh, that group of women specifically we just kind of bonded and I had the opportunity to produce something at Bad Dog and I thought it would be uh, a good avenue to open up the world a little bit for women of color doing yeah. comedy because it hadn't existed then and the stories that I had heard frequently from uh, women of color is that they are the token on a yeah. on a set list of all white men uh, so just giving them an opportunity to kind of cut their teeth and get more audience time and stage time and we have people who are you know trying stand up for the first time and we have people who are like you know seasoned people like uh, Hodo or Martha Chavez and yeah. you know people who have really you know gone through uh, all these changes um, but it's nice to give the newcomers uh, a place where they can showcase their stuff without a lot of you know that heckling or anything that never happens at our show it's a very warm audience and I think people are down for it well and I mean Martha Chavez is a fantastic example of that because I mean think about this is somebody who's been doing stand-up successfully in Canada for three decades. decades. Absolutely, right? yeah. Agreed. And when she came along, it's like female comic, there weren't a ton of them floating around, yep. performing mm-hmm. in her second language, yep. queer comic, like all these things yep. where there yeah. was literally nobody that sort of mm-hmm. paved all the way the for her. All the boxes. Like, just g- give her the grant. Right? Now. And yeah. it is a, and I mean, Jean, you were talking, uh, you know, of course, about Kenny Robinson's show, the Nubian show, which is another 20, heritage it'll be show 25 here. years in 2020. It'll be 25 years of, uh, of that existence. Wow. Of that show. And I mean, that's wow. that's an insanely, you know, that's a legacy length of any live stand-up show in this country. But, but I mean, again, that was a place where where, you know, as Nilu said, there was all we would. There used to be on a show. There might be like we have a gay, we have a black comic. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, it was like you were that box on the yeah. list on Absolutely. the show, and you had to like play a certain role. And now yeah. it's you know, comedy has changed so much. Like here in Toronto, it's been a huge melting pot for it. It's really the scene has sort of exploded just in the last few years. Mm-hmm. And I'm interested to see from you guys, what do you think we're entering a new decade of comedy and what you think that's going to look like? Because probably the last five years in stand-up in this city and in this country has has changed more than maybe the last 15 years. Has. Agreed. If, if it's one thing I must say uh, about Kenny Robinson, without the, the all-black comedy show, the, the Nubian Disciples of Pryor, uh, he literally... Uh, changed the landscape of Canadian comedy. Like Absolutely. Some, some of the absolute best have come out of of, of that. Like it, I, I even remember speaking of white comics on a on a ethnic show or on a black show, Jerry D used to come to the Nubian show yeah. to record his tapes anytime he had to send a tape to Letterman or to any of the talk shows because it was the livest audience. Um and, and but Kenny has always been a huge supporter and an advocate for us and, and without Kenny Robinson I'd have a zero career. So shout out to my man Kenny Robinson, mm. who's and still doing it. In yeah. in in a way, in Canadian stand up, 
it's that's almost like the closest thing that we have to you know back in the day if you got called over to sit on Carson's couch yeah then it's like I made it yeah. it's like if you can survive Kenny Robinson's audience at Nubian trust me then you got some chops and I've then seen can... some of the best of the best go down it's been great <laughs> yeah there's been some fantastic bombs over the years we're gonna come back with more of our Christmas slash whatever you do or don't believe in special right here on Inside Chokes <laughs> on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Hey, this is Ali Hassan, and uh, you really can have it all if you're listening Inside Jokes on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. It was Christmas Eve, babe. And welcome back to It's an Inside Jokes Christmas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, you, you nailed that on, on the Campbell <laughs> Soup Radio Hour. It's an Inside Jokes Christmas. We'll be right back. Brought to you by Hakeem Optical. Even if you're sitting in the back row, it's probably fine. <laughs> <laughs> that really should have been our slogan all year. All the Christmas classics today. Yeah. Hooker in Minneapolis, that drunk tank by the Bogues. <laughs> you know what? I'm from Thunder Bay, though, man. Like, bailing somebody out of the drunk tank, that's just Christmas that's tradition. Christmas. Yeah. You know, if you're not getting a cousin out of the drunk tank, is it really Christmas? <laughs> nope. <laughs> that's the beauty of Christmas, man, is when the family gets together. I love ethnic Christmas because everybody's yeah. got their own thing. Like, alcohol, Oof. you know, is a big thing for us, too, in, in the Caribbean. You know what I mean? So, yeah. you know, bring out the rum and, and, and uh, we go to town. It's great. We, we even put it eat. in our cake. <laughs> Jean-Paul, how important is it for you? I mean, this is sort of a time of year where everybody sort of, you know, wraps up what their their projects for a week or two and sort of puts, takes a break, takes mm-hmm. a pause from the... How important is it for you? I mean, because even just balancing a career as a comic and being a family man, you know, raising kids and, and having a marriage and all that is a, is a juggling act to begin with. How important is it this time of year to just sort of put the brakes on and recharge the batteries, maybe write... For me, it's hugely, it's hugely important, mostly because the support I get from both my wife and my kids, because they know what I do, and they, they are completely 200% behind it. So yeah. for me to just shut everything down and and be... Because comedy is what I do. It's not who I am. Yeah. Who I am is, uh, you know, dad, great husband, great son. Um, you know, I, I, I stress great. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> That's like three coffee but, mugs. But, but I, I, I love... I love that energy. It, it literally is a recharge to just be around people you care about, people you love. Mm. Uh, and, and I implore everybody out there, this is the time of season uh, that it, it get, gets depressing for some people who don't have yeah. that. So reach out to your strong friend, man. Reach out to that friend that always seems like something's okay and, and you know, help them recharge if they can because mm. the end of the year can be a little tough. So Totally. I mean, and that's what it's really all about at the end of the day, right, is just – take a bit of a breather and just mm-hmm. be around the people you love, you know, hang with a friend, see your family, whatever it is that you have going on. Mm-hmm. Cause there's so much pressure on us. Like obviously the commercial pressure in the whole, right. If you're not financially sound, this could be a super crappy time of year. Yeah. And it's so forced on you. And it's yeah. like all this hype and everything just for this, like two days. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it could be a depressing time of year. And that's what we're really here to talk about on Inside Jokes. <laughs> <laughs> depressing How stuff. sad that's Christmas that's is. So great. I think uh, some like the best gift you can give somebody is your time. Absolutely, I have nieces yeah. and nephews who are spoiled by their parents. Not spoiled, but they get everything yeah, that they mm-hmm. need and want. Um, so like taking them go-karting is like the thing that I need to do with them. You know, like yeah. having that time with yeah. them and I giving agree. them those kind of like tangible memories. Because totally. Yeah, they're not yeah, going to yeah. remember, yeah. A, you know, a cool 
Pokemon t-shirt or something. Yeah, a oh, pile God, of just, toys that's going to get thrown yeah, out in five years. Just like spoiled the Christmas gifts. <laughs> Got the bulk order of Pokemon t-shirts. <laughs> I'm, a, I, I, I'm Italian, so I just all we know is about getting spoiled. Yeah, and, and food and lots of food. Yeah, yeah food. food. That's, that's it. all part you know, of it. That's yeah, food you guys do that for everything, though. For ev- oh yeah. yeah. Even oh, yeah. our own Sandra Carusi's funeral, for God's sake, you guys we are all like, eat, eat, eat. eat. Yeah. yeah, it's all about well, food. What are you yeah. sad about? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know, just, just fill your face. No, yeah. we just eat until we pass out, pretty much, and then, <laughs> yeah. and then you just get spoiled with gifts. And yeah. sm- as small as they are, it's just about spending, like I said, spending time with the family I and agree, everything else. Man. Yeah. It's, it's really the most important part. And yeah. We just do that with food. I look forward to the. I, yeah. I really enjoy the laughter, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some silly laughs. Yep. yep. And when you're like, like I, I still at this grown, grown age, you know, I like leaning on, you know, if I'm sitting on the ground and one of my cousins or or someone sitting on the couch, I could lean back and and you know just look up and we're talking and and laughing yeah. and stuff like I, Those are the moments <laughs> that I, I look around and I I take a snapshot in my head and that's what gets me through the you know the the crappy gig sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I think when you live, I mean, this is comedy is a weird life. It's a lifestyle. It's an all encompassing yeah. kind of career. It's a weird job to have. So it's nice to be able to get out of that sort of that yeah. version of yourself and that persona yeah. and just strip mm-hmm. everything back yeah. and go, well, it's just me. That's again. where I get most mm-hmm. of my material from. Most of my material is all relatable ethnic comedy. I'm Italian. And I got I got material for days. So when we get together in a big group, yeah. that's where I get most of my material. I just sit there and laugh it off and then just break down it almost is right it's almost like you go home and you see your family or your friends or whatever it is and they almost just like refill this tank for you yeah Yeah. yeah. so much trauma to pull from (laughs) oh yeah oh i love it yeah it's totally true comedy tragedy baby (laughs) but that's the beautiful thing about times like these holidays is because as as performers and comedians is uh actual other holidays or actual other family events you got to be on the road because you got to make that money so you miss a lot of that so sometimes you got to focus Mm -hmm. on just this one so that's why it's important to me that's why i like being from a small small town this time of year because i know i can go back and it's like my friends are still going to be probably on the same like bar store right, I where left, left from 20 years ago right where you <laughs> left from. it's like a time capsule <laughs> we just all look like garbage now but yeah. you know we're all doing the same thing so it's nice it's like i can go back and right back up. step right back yeah. into that environment right yeah. this is the time of year for it see isn't that nice it's not all hookers and trauma here on <laughs> it's an inside jokes christmas or not christmas we'll be right back with more right here on global news radio 640 toronto Hi, my name is Amanda Joy from Second Gen, and you are listening to Inside Jokes on 640. Happy holiday. Happy holiday. Happy holiday. Hell down the chimney now. Jeez, I feel like a scotch on the rocks right, right? now. Right? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. Sweaters and scotch time. Oh, that would be so it's an Inside Jokes dandy. Christmas Sounds or like not Christmas. <laughs> Right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. We have our holiday panel in studio. A great cross-section of what's happening right now in Canadian comedy, right? Agreed. We have Neelu. We have the angry Sicilian. We have Jean-Paul. So we have stand-up covered. We have sketch. We have improv. We have online. We have digital content. You guys are doing it all, baby. I love it. I do want to... So part of this show is, you know, we're wrapping up for the year. We're, We're taking a pause on season four here and sort of looking back at a year. And it was an interesting year in comedy i think not just here in canada and here in our Mm -hmm. little hotbed in toronto but the comedy world i mean there were a few controversies right i mean uh louis ck came to town and Mm -hmm. took up a a residency at yuck yucks there was Mm -hmm. a lot of reaction to that uh (laughs) 
What a diplomatic way. That yeah. was a reaction. People were talking. Uh, Chappelle, of course, dropped a new special. A lot yeah. of that was very polarizing. A lot of people, yeah. you know, there was a lot of controversy and, and hype around that. Uh, and I think here in Canadian comedy, we just saw a lot of changes happen. We saw a lot of new talent sort of blowing up, new Man, festivals yeah. happening. Mm-hmm. A lot of comedy records being created right now you know, in I, this I country just, again. That's, yeah. that's the only thing. Yeah, I've noticed that. I was just, we we're talking off air about the yeah. records and the whole avenue of using social media and prior was records. But now I notice that records and, and albums are coming back. They really are. I mean, but we I had... Think the reason it's coming back is, is one, to spread the art, but mostly to finally monetize yeah. Yeah. a way for, for performers and comedians to actually get paid what they're, you know, <clears throat> I, I don't even want to say what they're worth, you know, but almost what they should. Mm-hmm. Like, like for just the, the actual yeah, work. Like, yeah, like just the, the, the checks that come in for them. So I'm, I'm more than happy for, for comedians that put out albums. Every comedian out there, I don't care mm-hmm. whether you got the minutes or don't, try to put something together, whether it's an yeah. EP and get that money, man. Get paid in 2020. It's bro. wonderful to show something to somebody yeah. too, right? Yeah. Just like forward this link to Agreed. whoever and they can like book you or whatnot. It is, and it's a tangible thing. It's sort of a benchmark of, okay, I honed this material. I hit the road with this stuff for a year or two years or whatever it was. Here's here's a record of that. Here's a physical example of yeah. that, you know? Because I think everything has such a short shelf life, especially in Canadian comedy, because, you know, you're going after sort yeah. of the same festivals and the same sort of bigger prizes on the circuit year after year. And as soon as you do them, it's like you have that bit of glory for five minutes and you make that paycheck and then it just goes back and starts over again, right? So this is some mark of your work. And I think, too, I mean, one of the bigger things that happened in Canadian comedy this year was comics almost losing those residuals from Saturday Radio, right? right. That was a highlight for me, too. And it was, and I think that was a moment Mm -hmm. where, you know, we don't often see the entire sort of comedy landscape in this country glommed together like that. Band together. That was dope. They circled the wagons. They really did, and I think it sort of scared people enough in a way to go, okay, if we lose this, we're really more screwed than we already are, so let's make sure that doesn't happen again. Mm -hmm. So let's start building our own stuff. And So you saw 604 Records start just cranking out album after album. Comedy Records, of course, have been around for years. Alice and Dora launched Howl and Roar this year. Mm -hmm. So you've seen more and more of that because I think comics are just going, why don't, why are we leaving this in other people's hands? And shout out to Sandra Badalini, man. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. You know, yeah. For, yeah. for spearheading the, the mayor of comedy, baby. Mayor of comedy. <laughs> that's the thing. Mayor yeah. of comedy. Yeah, we had a newly elected mayor of comedy yeah. in this country. <laughs> check, out her, check out her documentary as well. She's so. a chancellor. And yeah. literally, there was she was doing town halls, yeah. you know, yeah. holding yeah. live town mm-hmm. halls and video feeds so that comics out in Vancouver and Montreal could be I a part it, of all man. this. I and, loved all of it. Okay, so devil's advocate here. Yeah, there we, there go. we go. You know, you know, uh, social media does that all for you as well, That's, right? Yeah. So you know, you're looking at it like I, I put out a video or I put out a, you know a little um, snippet of my show. Yeah. And coming in, you know, within the first three four hours, I get fifteen twenty thousand views on it. And, you know, you're looking at it, you know, in an album or town halls or whatever. It's going to take you twice as long to get out there. Yeah. So using the avenue of social media. Yeah, it's you get a little bit of a, of a stigma out of it, but your your reach is just so much more. Well, and there's right? there's an art to it too to I mean, to learn how to use those to tools learn how effectively. To use it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. for sure. It's making your voice heard in this crowded room. Yeah, right. Because yeah. everybody's on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. It's like how right. do you stand above the crowd like that? Yeah. And people, some people are good at that and have yeah. figured right. that out. Yeah, yeah. 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 and that's a, I think stay, stay in your lane. You know what I mean? As best as possible. Absolutely. Right? So right. Don't just put out a podcast to put out a podcast. Don't right. just yeah jump on Instagram right. or TikTok or just whatever. to say you have it. Say I'm 
on TikTok. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when, when was the last huh. time you posted? Is that a real thing? I hate TikTok. TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. I can't oh stand TikTok. Look at the social media guy just bashing another social media. I love it. This is great. I'm doing the opposite. I'm leaving platforms as fast as yeah. I'm receding into the darkness. Yeah, yeah. What I'm doing, TikTok. Okay, I didn't. Yeah, that's the new one. Yeah, it's a fun it, it one. Is. It is, yeah. and it's, it's all right. It's all right. You, you really, as as a as a as a comic, social media comic, trying to get into the or trying to do the. <laughs> this is the, hilarious to me. The, yeah, the, the, the stand up stuff. <laughs> that it's it's just you you, you got to put your stuff out there. Well, yeah, I agree. Like, like, but your stage stuff because some comics that are social media comics. Can't hit a stage. Well, and everybody yeah. mm-hmm. on this panel right now knows there's no greater source of anxiety in the world than Oof. like, you know, 45 minutes before showtime and waiting for those seats to fill up Oof. when you're producing yeah. something, you know? Sometimes, Sometimes, the worst. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. even when they're full and you can't... Even when they're, it's I like, was in uh, Oshawa and it was all Christmas parties and they were all drunk and they were all yeah. not listening and the show hadn't even started uh, and it was like, wow. That's yeah. And that's what this time of wow. year is in comedy. That's the worst. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. But yeah. it was great. It ended drunk, up being a great show. Drunk corporates. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was and everybody in the crowd is the hilarious uncle that wants oh, to yep. yeah. 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 Yep. It's like right. you were there. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to come back with more. It's an inside jokes Christmas slash is it really though? Right here on the <laughs> Radio 640 Toronto. <laughs> Hey, this is Robin Duke, and you are listening to Inside Jokes on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. (laughs) It's a David Bowie Christmas. We'll be right back. <laughs> no, and then I went into Bing Crosby there. It's an inside jokes Christmas right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Pop it, Vince. Yeah, champagne, popping bottles, hey, popping bottles. Uh, Mimosas in studio. We have a holiday panel. We have the angry Sicilian who's <laughs> hey. not so angry today. He's nope. just filled with brimming with joy. Well, we have Jean Paul in studio with us. Nilu Handa. We're kind of covering it all today. Holiday traditions. Stand-up sketch, yeah. improv coming together, social media. Here, we were talking. This is the time of year, though, that I mean, before you guys get to sort of step off stage and be with family and friends and take a bit of a breather, you got to do those corporates, man. Oof. Oh. It's corporate season. So here's wow. the here's the deal. The I pain always say, money, the blood true. money. I always say I'm okay with being a prostitute sometimes. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. when I think the about good. the check that comes Money's with it, good, yeah. Uh, when you think about the check that comes with it, and you think about the joy that's going to be on the children's faces when you, you know, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I that, think that, about when I do corporate, man. And I don't take it personally because no, no one, no one in the history of the world has ever gotten booked on a festival or a real show that you want to do from doing a corporate. And people in corporate no. are, are yeah. they're generic, man. You they know you're nothing. gonna be like. Sorry, you're going to be sort of hire me. <laughs> <laughs> you, Every you, office has a hilarious person, though. Those yes, people, those people. Yeah, yeah. those people. Yeah. Then join yes. one of those comedy oh, yeah. competitions. Funniest person with yeah. The there's job. always yeah. there's always Outside Steve in accounting that comes up to you <laughs> at the bar afterwards, yeah. and <laughs> yeah. he's really funny yeah. at house parties, and yeah. he should do what you do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know, right? He's funny guy. It's easy. But you always know that you're going to be wrestling with the like. You know what it is walking in. It's like there's going yeah. to be just drunk rowdy people, yeah. and I'm going to have to just. And the setup is never conducive for comedy. No, no, never. No, no, no. never. 
No, you got you, you got fighting with the clanking plates, yeah. and you're fighting. All I had they made uh, me do that perform no in fight. the middle of dinner, and it was, <laughs> it was probably right. about 500 people, and I was the furthest oh, I'm point I could this. be away from like an actual person to make any type of comedic connection. Oh, was, yeah, like, forget it. It was yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, ugh. Yeah, you're gonna be but like under fluorescent lighting uh, behind the pole, the oh, support it was, beam. It was horrible. Pretty much. It was horrible. <laughs> Pretty much. Standing right in front of the drums? DJ. Yeah, it was horrible. <laughs> but it sort of funds what you want to do in oh. the new year. In a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know? it totally did. <laughs> but what we're still you, available for what I hire. <laughs> going into a brand new decade of comedy, and we were talking earlier about how much, just how much has changed in the comedy landscape in this country just really in the last few years. I mm-hmm. mean, with social yeah. media blowing up and all these showcases mm-hmm. happening, shows like Yes Queen where, you know, you're seeing a lot, uh, you're seeing a lot of audiences come out for lineups that, sort of better represent them. So a lot of people, it's almost like this, if you build it, they will come thing yeah, that we've seen happening right, in Canada. Yep. So where do you guys see Canadian comedy going next? I mean, we're going into a new decade here. We're going into the roaring 20s. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we have champagne in here right now. Hey, yeah, yeah, bubbly. Yeah. We have the same economics Cheers, as the other Cheers. Cheers. Yeah, Cheers. Yeah, hopefully, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. we've, we've already been Pleasure in the stock market Dean, crash Dean, part. Dean, did you crash? Oh yeah! Cheers, cheers, buddy. cheers bro. Cheers, Salute, cheers. whatever Salute. the Salute. Salute. I'm excited Gen- about. Gen- uh, I'm excited about the new year because I think people just have this weird um, attachment, not attachment, but uh, I don't even know what the word I'm looking for. But they see 2020 as something different, like it, we're yeah. leaving and we're starting a new decade. So it's like I'm going to start fresh, and which I'm excited about. So, mm-hmm. and I think we are already. I want to believe. On the PC front, we've turned that corner. Yeah. And I think the swing is coming back to being able to express yourself. Uh, I think this generation uh, has lost the ability of context and intention. And that's my big thing is uh, you got to know the difference when someone's trying to be hurtful and when someone yeah. just yeah. doesn't right. really know better and give people right. the benefit of the doubt and the ability to rehabilitate uh give them the opportunity to um to 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 basically make up for it man yeah and i think we're uh, there's a like people are very reactionary right now because it's very easy to on an online platform attack in mass numbers or go after somebody and mob mentality mob mentality and you know and we've even seen like we've (laughs) even seen comics get into it with each other and it's like these two people who are at each other's throats on like the facebook stand-up forum or whatever you know if you see those two people bump into each other at comedy bar later that week yeah they're gonna be not a word nothing will be said not a word right Right? because it's so easy to sit at home on your computer or on your phone and do this stuff but it is that that cancel culture that people have adopted to where it's like one person is written off just for that thing but but like John Paul was saying it's like if you're punching down with your comedy and you're not like helping like create yeah. conversation or like being fair to people I think that is like that's grounds for learning and teaching people to Thank how you. to, yeah. how to do things right. better but also like you yeah. have yeah I have to know what the intention behind it is because if you're just a racist just I, get I, off that's the stage what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. but, if yeah. you're Absolutely. sexist if you're right. misogynist if you're right. a homophobe get off but I think we can tell like but I don't think I think there's such a disconnect and I'm not I'm not trying to, you know, attack technology, uh, but I think s- people are so connected to their to their their devices yeah. that they no longer know what it's like to look into someone's eyes and know what empathy is <laughs> yeah, or, yeah, yeah. or anything like mm-hmm. that. And, I, and I'm hoping that that changes going forward. Yeah, mm-hmm. it has. It we is. need to see like a Black Mirror comedy episode. You oh, know, that'd be we dope. really see that. Yeah. That'd be dope. Yeah. 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 Put it on the list. Absolutely. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> We're going to the into 2020 with that. We'll be back with more of our holiday panel, Inside Jokes, right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto.
Hey, this is Rodrigo Fernandez Stoll, star of the North by Northeast Music Festival, and you're listening to Inside Jokes on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. George Michael died on Boxing Day. Oh, yeah. yeah. Welcome back to Inside Jokes. It's literally inside joke. Yeah. It's inside joke. It's, it's inside, inside jokes, Chris, man. Yeah. Right. Isn't it nice? You come out of that break, you got that nice band-aid song, and then just someone in studio going, Yeah, didn't Christmas time, that's when George Michael died. But. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who else died at Christmas? Let's go to Google. Oh dear. <laughs> Before the holidays, everybody was dying. Carrie Fisher. Yeah. Yeah. Her yeah. mom. And her mom. Yeah. Like what's that all yeah. about? Heartbreak, isn't that? Cool. Right? Isn't that the My saddest? career. Isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Betty White's still kicking it though. Yeah. Oh, Betty that. White and Keith Richards, man, that's who's still gonna be standing when it's when the all. They're all gonna be the two done. that gotta repopulate the world when uh, <laughs> when mankind is wiped out. Oh, let's all try not to picture that. Uh, wait, fantastic panel today. We've kind of covered a lot of bases on our Christmas slash maybe it, it is. Whatever you believe in or don't believe in. <laughs> <laughs> Episode. Sketch, stand-up, improv. I love it. Horrible corporates. I love it. Looking Ooh. back on the year. Looking at the year ahead. So, Jean-Paul, what do you have coming up, man? Where's some places we can watch you perform? Uh, I just want to say 20, 2019 was a great year. Uh, I was very happy. I uh, got to perform with a lot of people I wanted to. Got to do a lot of shows I wanted to. But 2020, I'm excited about. Um, I have uh, Icebreakers Comedy Festival. Uh, that I'm doing, uh, taping with CBC. Uh, I'm also nice. going to be going on tour with one of my best friends in the business, in and out of the business, Ron Jossel. Uh, it's called the Brown Bag Tour. We're going to go across Canada. So looking forward to that as well. I'm uh, going to be putting out a couple actual albums this year and a personal, personal thing that I'm doing. It's going to be called Stand Up Sit Down, which is like a, a video uh, roundtable uh, with comedians literally all across the world. So that's, awesome, that's, that's a project. Invest in myself. That's what I'm doing. So you got a busy, busy year on the books. Yeah. Nice. Angry Sicilian, where can we see you coming oh, up next, my friend? I got a couple things going on just uh, right after Christmas, December 27th at the Richmond Hill Performing Arts. Nice. Uh, performing there. Uh, I'm going to be headlining for my very first time headlining at Yuck Yucks. January 24th. Beautiful. Uh, going to be, uh, that's a lifelong dream. Congrats. Ever since I went to Yuck Yucks, I always want the headline at Yuck there Yucks. There you go, man. Here's the opportunity. Good for you, man. Yeah, it's man. Canadian so, comedy, making dreams yeah, come true. Yeah. And, <laughs> for uh, once. For, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now a bunch of shows, then I'm touring the, the U.S. after that and coming back uh, in April to Toronto to finish off the tour. Uh, here in nice, Toronto. Man. Very nice. Yeah, and then, uh, you know, I just got the call yesterday, part two of the movie that uh, is going to be airing on um, TIFF 2020. They're writing up, they're written a part two, and I just uh, accepted the role up uh, up on that. So Wow. Okay. Yeah, well so it's done. a busy, 2020 is a busy, busy year, well so done. I'm looking forward to it. Well, uh, not to ruffle my own feathers here, but I might switch cat food brands <laughs> nice. in 2020. Nice. So we'll sell, let the listeners know what happens there. <laughs> Neil Handa, where can the people find you? Where uh, can we see Yas Queen? Yeah, the next Yas Queen is January 2nd. Um, so we'll give you a couple hours to recover from your New Year's festivities. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's the Thursday night. It starts at 9.30. Usually buy tickets online beforehand because we tend to sell out. Um, and then that's every month on the Thursdays. And then I've got my other projects that I'm doing mm-hmm. as well. Well, so keep an eye out. Our panel, busy panel, lots happening in Canadian comedy. Thank you again to our panel for joining us for this 
holiday smorgasbord episode. (laughs) Tune in next week. It's our year in review where we uh, look back at 2019 and kick off 2020. I'm going back home to Fargo. So Vince Tedesco (laughs) will be sitting in the hot seat. We have some special guests in studio and just uh, look back at what this year was like in comedy. Right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto and coast to coast on the Global News Radio Network. Hi, this is Alicia Carusi. And you're listening to my aunt, Sandra Carusi's Comedy Rx. This week featuring John Paul. On a more positive note, uh, I just celebrated 10 years of marriage, man. Yeah. Yeah. Third wife. It's a math joke. (laughs) It's weird being married because... I, I didn't know what to expect, uh, and I've been married 10 years, and it's the same lady. It's, it's not the rest of my third wife. I'm married to a, a, a Trinidadian. She's an island girl, you know, which is nice, because uh, when you argue, she has this melodic island accent. It sounds like you're arguing with steel drums, right? Like it's very sexy. But the weird thing is, because she's got the accent, she thinks she can say whatever the f*** she wants to me and not get punched in the teeth. Like, we had an argument over what went in the different recycling bins, and I'm not even joking. (laughs) She put her finger right in my face. She's like, I don't care if your parents were married when you were born, you're still a What the fuck did you just say? (laughs) But you can't hit a woman. It's crazy. I didn't know what it was like, man. I love, but I love being married because I'm still in love with my wife. Like, I'm still actively in love. And that's the difference. I think a lot of people get married out of obligation, which you should never do. If you're going to get married, make sure you are in love with that person. And I always tell people, you know how you know when you're in love with somebody? Uh, If you've never, ever, ever thought about killing them seriously, like plotting it out and where you're going to hide the body, if you've never thought about that, then you're not really in love. Get out of that relationship. I'm telling you, there have been times I've seen my wife come up the top of the stairs and she'd just kind of be teetering and I just think to myself, I could kick you down these <laughs> stairs. Then I giggle to myself. She's like, what you thinking, baby? Just thinking about how much I love you, baby. <laughs> <laughs>